0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jessica Jones podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete.
1: Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to, at long last, but a week before the third and final season of Jessica Jones on Netflix, Bows, to talk to you, they... They put out a, a teaser trailer, Matt, eight, eight days before the the whole thing is out.
0: Netflix is so good to Marvel? No. And, uh, Pete, it, it, it's with a little sadness that I got ready for today's podcast. We certainly have covered shows before that have been canceled. We've done more than our fair share of, you know, this is the final episode, this is the final Uh, installation of the such and such podcast covering this show but to know how high the show flew certainly in some critical circles i think it's it's been an imperfect series for the first two seasons but from the highest highs to know that you know one week from now the, the the final episodes will drop and that will be it it'll it'll be the end of this series in all likelihood, it'll be the end of Kristen Ritter's time playing this character in all likelihood. It will certainly be the end of Marvel Netflix. All that sadness kind of in my thoughts as we uh, start to roll some digital tape here.
1: And thus we'll begin some kind of strange corporate clock with the potential for those characters to eventually end up someplace.
0: Indeed. And that's a good reminder that even the, uh, you know, the Hollywood press types, your, your deadlines, your Hollywood reporters, they have not been able to, to ascertain a solid date, a solid situation. Is it, you know, 24 months after the last episode uh, is, you know, aired, uploaded, whatever? Is it uh, no development may begin for 700 days after it. You know, there's there's not a solid thing, but that idea of multiple years that Jessica Jones and the other Marvel Netflix shows will be uh, still on Netflix out there in the ether, and therefore this exclusive property. Um, again, we're talking multiple years. At which point, it is probably safe to say, you know, if they want to do things with the Jessica Jones character specifically probably it would be in some sort of recast, reboot situation.
1: After all of the cancellations have come through now, what beginning with Iron Fist, and what we might dare say, I will certainly dare say, was earned. Um, Then Luke Cage. Then, of course, the the one that I think has hurt the most to this point in, in Daredevil... Uh, after they pitched a potential fourth season, then the Punisher, uh, we knew that this one was coming. um, And it's been a situation where Matt and I have been prepared. What with the way they, they sprung Punisher on you rather quickly. I think we went 10 days from teaser to season two um, that We've been ready since about March with a hair trigger on this, and we thought it might stretch out even further. One, if for Kristen Ritter's pregnancy uh, that wasn't public until fairly far along, and then at least I was thinking, well, yeah, they've they've pointed possibly to June, but wouldn't they want her? the star of the show, you know, for, uh, PR purposes to have her baby, to take her maternity leave, to recuperate properly, and then go out there and push this show. No, Matt, May 29th. Uh, here's, here's a poster. And that night, red carpet premiere, super pregnant, uh, Kristen Ritter. And, you know, if her superpower isn't patience and, Uh, Endurance and wherewithal. I don't know what is.
0: It certainly is this strange road in my mind from the season two premiere uh, on International Women's Day of last year, and they're kind of being uh, a a knowing nod amongst the uh, the whole cast and crew that we saw at the Paley Center in New York on that day, where season three had yet to be announced but i mean who cancels a marvel netflix show and kind of you know uh referenced by uh ica darville you know i've been working out i'm ready it kind of was this this foregone conclusion it was a celebration of the show there was netflix people there there was jeff loeb there and then indeed of course the season three uh renewal starts to film june of last year fast forward to one year later and everything is in shambles in terms of the vision that was marvel netflix and you know very little fanfare pete there was no i checked there was no paley center celebrating uh strong women uh and jessica jones at the forefront uh this year there was no you know san diego panel there was no new york comic-con panel there was there kind of was no no push for this show because it's just hitting the date when it needs to hit. And it, it it makes me wonder, you know, Netflix could have burned this off at any point. Did they stick to this date because they simply could? And hey, got to do your contractual red carpet stuff. Maybe not specifically directed at the, at the, you know, expecting uh, mother here, but you know, were they just kind of like, Hey, sorry, the contract is the contract. I don't know, but it certainly feels that way from this perspective.
1: It, it does come off like they've done them dirty here and and Netflix looks petty. Yes, we know that Disney's streamer is going to have Marvel shows that are being conceived just for that. We get it. We also understand the way the industry works. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's there's a level of class that you would, you'd really kind of hope that they would aspire to, particularly when this show has been so important as far as representation has been concerned and that they might make, you know, what with this being the last one to air a little bit more fanfare. I mean, Matt, we saw that poster that said, you know, here are all the things coming to Netflix in June and the Jessica Jones had no date. Um, it, it, it feels like an afterthought to this network it is for all intents and purposes, an afterthought for this network. Uh, I'm sure they'll sit back as with every original that they put on in their war room in Burbank and, and watch the, uh, you know, the, the dials spin. Um, but not with the idea that, all right, this got so many views and day one, get, get the room up for another season. Just like, huh, eh, all right, people are watching it. Okay. Um, but now that we've seen a little bit of it and you know we'll 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 stick the the sad trombone stuff over to the side certainly looking forward to the culmination the conclusion really of Marvel Netflix and and Jessica Jones proper.
0: And indeed in the putting away of the sad trombone i can only help but think they were in the middle of this season as the axe started to fall on the other shows uh the september october november uh cancellations that there were for for iron fist luke cage uh and daredevil so to whatever degree Hey, let's tweak the ending this way. Let's tweak it that way. It's a little bit less of the you know foregone conclusion that season four is out there. Yeah, you want to make it open ended in that uh, Hollywood optimism. If you want to keep it open ended in that comic book to be continued, but in the product that we will be starting to watch next Friday, you know, hopefully there is that sense of closure. Uh, <laughs> Pete, I know we joke about it, but the complete opposite from Agent Carter season two, where at the conclusion there who killed thompson well we'll never know hopefully there is that. abc
1: killed thompson matt abc did
0: so very true um but you get this season you get the 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 core returning of course kristen ritter is jessica jones rachel taylor is trish walker Eka darville as malcolm du and uh Ann moss as jerry hogarth so right there pete along with uh with uh, Melissa Rosenberg uh, concluding her time at uh, Marvel and ABC Studios with this season, that's a that's a powerful team there to take us into this season.
1: It is, and the women are up front, rightfully so, uh, in this teaser. Um, obviously, uh, Jess has continued to do what she does. Trish, meanwhile, now donning her Daredevil season one outfit. <laughs> out there doing things on her own. And, of course, uh, Jerry Hogarth is at odds with Jess. We get exposed to that new character played by Jeremy. Bob, we'll talk about it in a little bit. I was kind of surprised, Matt, because, you know, I've seen a couple other early episodes that there was no Malcolm in the teaser.
0: I think there might have been just the briefest, you know, kind of view of him perhaps unspoken or you know perhaps without dialogue is what i'm trying to say but it it it's a good trailer it adds certainly some sizzle i think that it uh separate from the real world fate of the show i think that the teaser captures a certain jessica jones series uh, you know kind of downward aesthetic and kind of that you know that down and out darkness that she has i think that it captures that well here and Uh, You know, we also get some some new factors there, particularly including Trish being a some kind of cat burglar woman. Can't let that first and third word get too close together. Otherwise, the (laughs) distinguished competition gets upset. Um, But, you know, certainly that arc uh, building off of what we saw with Trish at the end of last season.
1: Yeah. And uh, super excited to see what she's become, how that's exactly. Uh, you know, working now. We know with the characters, a rift had formed at the end of that second season. Um, and just excited as all heck to be able to uh, podcast this for you guys.
0: I think the challenge of the season will be now that now that these characters, or let, me, let me do it this way, Pete, these characters ended with a certain sense of stability and stable uh trajectory at the end of last season and obviously that can be undone by you know whatever twists and turns the season might throw their way but is there enough of a of a force within the season to make jerry more than the the bitter but effective but lonely uh lawyer who probably will do anything to win a case And Malcolm kind of inhabiting that world and there being the distance between him and Jessica, Uh, the the animosity that we see in the trailer between Trish and Jessica, uh, you know, at what point do they team up? I think that's probably what we can hope for best is, you know, Jessica Jones and Hellcat kicking some butt.
1: Yeah. And then when you throw this new character into the mix Madam, actually not allowed to say certain things about the character, which was a little interesting in terms of the the preview information, Um, was surprised they even name checked him in the teaser trailer.
0: Indeed. Now, Pete, if he ends up being somehow related to noted author J.D. Salinger, then the MCU just took a really, really (laughs) weird turn. Potentially. (laughs) So that's not a denial, nor is it, uh, nor is it, uh, confirmation.
1: I, I can't say certain things. I'm not allowed to.
0: So I, I guess Pete, it comes down to this. What is it that you are hoping for in this final season of, of Jessica Jones?
1: I like the setup that they've taken. You know, we had noticed, Uh, I guess a week and a half ago, they had changed their avatar on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, Suddenly uh, scrawled over Jess's face was the word fraud. And then we got a couple of these cryptic, essentially motion posters. Uh, There's one for Trish. There's one talking about, one of my favorite aspects of the show is the washed up child, actress stuff that they do with Patsy and, uh, Trisha's mom. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie that there aren't times that I'm doing something around the house and I might start to whistle it's Patsy or, you know, uh, my brother is a big fan of, uh, I want your cray cray, um, you know, from season two. And, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of that stuff.
0: Pete, let's look ahead to the very end. I know that, you know, whatever your your powers as Spoiler Pete, I know those ending episodes aren't out there yet, at least to my knowledge. Is there in any capacity uh, as a filmed epilogue, as a still, as a uh, a card at the end of the last bit of credits, is there some sort of look back to what was Marvel Netflix?
1: Not that I'm aware of. That's
0: probably for best, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like it'd be the classy thing to do, whatever, to whatever degree. But you know, I, I guess you have to look forward and and not look back. And certainly, whatever whatever disappointment we might have towards Netflix canceling this, I think you know it's all it's all part of of, of a larger you know business thing that's going on, and it has pros and cons on the Netflix side and the Disney side and all of that. But. We certainly, Pete, will savor this final season of Jessica Jones.
1: It's not the one that I pictured, if they were to dissolve this relationship, would be the final one. I think it's notable and important Mm. that it is a show that is so very different than the other four. This one helmed by a woman, uh, written, directed by women, um... I, I think it's interesting, the uh, non-symmetrical nature of the, the closing down of things with Marvel Netflix. Um, but I think people will be entertained. And, uh, you know, listen, Kristen Ritter in this role, I mean, she's completely made it hers. I, I don't know how we'll ever be able to cast this and not think of her.
0: Pete, in terms of podcasting the show, you know, we're doing this concurrent with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s uh, summer run. So Mondays and Wednesdays, we'll be uh, releasing episodes of Jessica Jones, and uh, along with the, uh, the, the Saturday morning releases we've been doing for S.H.I.E.L.D. So stepping into the MCU three times a week, what with the exception of when uh, Spider Man Far From Home comes out, then it'll be four days that <laughs> week spent in various points in the MCU. And, uh, like with that we get to dig into these episodes give them the uh give them the proper focus and still still maintain the shield and uh and summertime frivolity
1: no shortage of marvel not to mention all the other things fantastic geek bringing you now what from uh the Watchmen on hbo and star trek picard and the mandalorian coming soon to disney plus so It's a little bit of a transition for us here. We're going to say goodbye to Marvel, Netflix, and and Jess in particular, Uh, but plenty more coming from Fantastic Geek.
0: In a minute, Pete, will talk about contacts. We'll talk about how people can share their thoughts for the season, but we have to take this opportunity to give our thanks to the people who support us on Patreon.com slash Fantastic Geek, making sure that things like our Jessica Jones coverage remains consistent, remains sustainable, and remains listener-supported.
1: Yes. I mean, in particular for this podcast, helping us get to the Paley Center in New York, uh, the season two premiere a year ago, uh, could not do it without those contributors. And just a reminder that everybody who contributes gets access to exclusive podcast content. All it takes is a dollar less than the price of a cup of coffee, Matt, to get you in the door and get you those goodies
0: indeed pete but the best treat always free that's talking to you on twitter how can people talk to you about what they anticipate for jessica jones season three
1: you can be in touch with me on twitter at peter K E T E L A -A 10,519 followers can't be wrong
0: and while I am personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast, comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, on Instagram, on Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But we, Pete, there's more.
1: Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the PH, all one word, like it today.
0: Well, Pete, as mentioned, we will be back next Friday, June 14th, to talk episode 301 of Jessica Jones and pick things up from there, Mondays and Wednesdays. With that, Pete, I will say get out of here to all our listeners and give you the final word.
1: Everybody's got a story a beginning, a middle, an end.